0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of The Story Pilgrim, Cape Town. I'm so excited to share this particular journey, but before I do, please review this podcast, follow this podcast, like this podcast and share this podcast. Thank you. Now with that out of the way, Cape Town, South Africa, a destination that has beckoned at the top of my list for decades, offers a captivating blend of history, natural beauty and cultural richness, making it a must visit for any storytelling pilgrim, seeking inspiration from its diverse tapestry of tales. It is a slightly blustery Saturday afternoon in Cape Town, South Africa. This is a country that I have been wanting to come to for a very long time, for decades. I've worked with a lot of South Africans as I've traveled around the world. And the way that they describe it to me made it very, very attractive uh, to come and visit. Uh, But I don't know what it is, just something about this place that just really, really calls to me. And I finally made it. I'm walking along the the seafront here in Cape Town. I only arrived a few hours ago, so I haven't really had a chance to dis- to discover and have a look around. But I've come straight down here to the seafront and I can see very clearly off in the distance there, Robben Island. And immediately, obviously the thoughts come to Nelson Mandela, who was on imprisoned on there. Uh, From 1964 to 1982, 18 years of his life he spent on the island. Now, I don't know what he saw, what he could see um, of Cape Town from wherever he was on there, but Cape Town is really... um, what's the words? it's right, it's in your face. It's it's like, there's Table Mountain, there's Head. It's very, very distinctive. So, and there are multitude of people that are much more qualified to talk about Nelson Mandela than, than myself, but just thinking, what would he have, what would he, what did he think during those 18 years of looking over here and just not being able to do, uh, much about it I mean he did a lot about it that's the thing isn't it which is quite amazing and that's that's a completely different discussion for somebody who like I said is much more qualified than me to talk about this um, but as I'm walking along here is a lot a nice lovely promenade promenade wherever you're from and and there's very jagged rocks uh, there's no beach at the, at this point where I am I think there are beaches around here but it's very very jagged rocks and it was quite interesting just before i switched on here i was walking along and amongst all the rocks and they're very angular um they're very very distinct and they're very um what's the word i'm looking for they're they're very precise and bouncing in amongst all these rocks was this bright yellow balloon just sort of like just flittering on the surface. Um, Now, what metaphor you wanna use for that? I'll let you do that. Um, But it was just very, very bizarre and these very black, very sharp, spiky rocks. And this little balloon was just dancing amongst them all very delicately. So much history here, so many stories, so many people that I've met who have lived abroad From all ethnicities who are South Africa, um, uh, the constant thing that I heard from them was like, I love my country. It's one of the best places in the world. I just wish they could sort the politics out. Again, I keep talking about politics and religion, and I don't want this podcast to be anything about that, really. It's about stories. But then I guess, you know, it's about stories and it's about sacred things that are sacred to us and i guess that comes that covers everything really doesn't it it covers culture it covers politics it covers family it covers religion it, it covers it all really so like i said i'm 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 figuring this out uh, as i'm going along and i'm very very fortunate to be able to be in a position to to travel and just stopped and looking over the the little seawall that they have here and there is an immense amount of huge seaweed just uh what seems to be just floating in between again those jagged rocks and every now and again they've built out like a little concrete area that you can um, you can walk out into and they've created little pools for you to be able to go and swim in. It's Diwali and uh, just come across a little uh, procession. They are pulling with giant ropes, a huge float, It's uh, being pulled by humans. Kuali, the festival of lights, illuminated Cape Town with a radiant celebration of culture and spirituality, adding a dazzling and noisy touch to the evening. Next morning I plan to hike up Table Mountain. Right, so about to uh, set off and do the walk up to Table Mountain. It's going up Plate Clip Gorge. Starting at about 380 metres and rising up to just over a thousand, I think a thousand and fifty metres, it looks extremely steep. It's a lovely day, so we have to be careful with the sun and the heat. And uh, yeah, let's see how we get on. The views at the moment are absolutely stunning, but we're we're at the bottom. So i'm sure it's only gonna get better so uh we're only a few steps up say a few steps up maybe 100 meters up so but this is gonna be a really steep walk up to the top but uh this uh, plate clip gorge has a little stream running down it and uh, it's very there's just a lot there's a lot of rock it's all in layers but there's some beautiful flowers there's very there's pinks and purples and yellows lots of uh, greenery small trees not very not much shade at all a lot of heather Uh, and then just the the face of the rock so uh, yeah it's going to be an interesting walk today not very far but quite steep Okay, I am not going to be doing much talking on this climb, because that's what it is. Um, Up plate, clip, gorge. Um, It's just a series of steps, uh, all very well cut out into the side of the mountain. Um, And then the gorge gets thinner and thinner as you go up it, uh, with the summit table rock on your right as you're going up. It's just a series of switchbacks. It's really steep. But when you stop and you look around, it's just a, a fantastic view down into the harbor of uh, Cape Town. But I imagine when we get up at the top, you're going to get a 360 view. Uh, yeah, I'm really struggling. It's a beautiful day, which is not necessarily good because it's very hot. There's uh, At the moment, there's not much sky, uh, not much clouds in the sky, uh, resulting in the sun being able to do its full whack on us. Um, so yeah, keep up with plenty of water, taking plenty of little stops, um, and... Uh, We'll check in with you probably at the top, unless I see something else. Again, beautiful flowers. It's just absolutely stunning. You can do it. Thank you. Diane. Diane. Diane, first to Luca, to Akka. don't know if you can hear that but I'm at a place now in the gorge where I've got sheer rock either side of me it's majestic it's just there it knows it's there and it's telling you I'm here and uh, I don't know if you could hear those like just water dripping through the rock there's all these very straight sharp angular cuts into the rock it's absolutely stunning still got the same view looking back behind me down to Cape Town and you see a bit of the harbour now it's been closed off by by the fact that I am walking into the gorge Uh, gorgeous thinnest part Uh, this is one of the this is probably the hardest walk climb I have done in a very long time but it is uh, it's thrilling. It's really hard on the knees. It's not that long. It's not a long walk at all. It's just con- you're just like climbing stairs, and some very steep stairs. Very various parts. And various parts they've put in barbed wire fence along the sides to, you know, protect you, protect the environment more than anything. Beautiful uh, uh, bushes and flowers and. Shrubs, stunning. As I was walking up, there were people walking down. I love the encouragement there that I got from that young lad. Cheeky little blighter, love it. I made it to the top eventually. Okay, so that's the major climb done. Still got a little bit to go to get to the top where the the cable car station is but uh, I'm at the top, wow, what a, what a, an amazing little walk, uh, it's not that little really, um, but come up here I can see the other side, just the sea at the moment, and it's very calm compared to yesterday, yesterday it was extremely windy, today there's not much wind at all, there's a little bit of wind coming up through the gorge, but that's just created because of the, that, um, but let's get up to the top and uh, have a look there's one little bit of a climb here but <clears throat> you can probably hear this uh, chain link like rope fence here to help you uh, along the way so the top is uh, very flat um, and there's just gorse and uh, this very tight, long stringed uh, grass, very tight, long stringed grass. There are butterflies up here flitting around. You can tell that there's uh, lots of little uh, pools made in the rock. You can see it's just scattered with it all. <clears throat> So you can imagine when the rain, when it does get wet up here, it's going to capture just absolutely stunning views down along the coast, looking off to what would be the east. You see a few of the beaches down there. Uh, I can't see round the corner yet because I'm still walking down towards where the cable car station is. But a perfect day for it. There's no... Very, very still up here, which makes it quite uh, quite romantic with the butterflies flittering around. It was absolutely worth the effort to make it to the top. The views were a great reward. Being treated to the whole view of Cape Town set my mind a-wandering. one of the other things I've also uh, been wanting to think about today is uh, what is what is a walk you know um what what it, I mean we that's a silly question really isn't it but like today for to me wasn't a hike it was a it was a climb it was it was a continuous going up 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 it was steps up all the way um for a couple of kilometers and uh you know for me a hike is uh is more of uh going from one place to another which is what we've just done but uh a bit more undulating uh this was this was just literally I need, i'm i here and i need to get up there um yeah it was absolutely uh, stunning so yeah just uh, thinking about you know what is going for a walk thinking about my time in mumbai thinking about uh Gandhi and doing his walks and his pilgrimages. Um, Is this a place of pilgrimage? I guess it is, there's a lot of locals up here who have come from various parts of South Africa um, to be up here and to view their country. You can see off in the distance, loads of mountains. And you know, this is a huge country. There's a lot to it, a lot of history here. So yeah, people have traveled from all over to, to be here. Uh, As I was walking up, I walked past, and people walking past me were Italian, Spanish, French, Dutch, English, American, South African, uh, from all over, all ethnicities, all walks of life. Um, Really, really fascinating that, you know, nature can really bring uh, people together in that way there's uh, a lot of uh, blackbirds flying around and uh, they've got like red tip on their wings i think that's an african uh, pine starling so i'm up by the cable car station now and you can have an amazing view of uh, all the way around the coast Um, you can see robin island out there when you're up here it doesn't look that far away when you're down on the ground it looks a long way away but from up here it doesn't look very far away at all it's just sat there in the bay you see the port uh, the airport uh, you see where we've come from up uh, down it's down there it's about 700 meter climb you see all the little switchbacks of different walks going up uh, Lionhead is over there stretching out in front of us and then our hotel is at the end of Head. Um, It's absolutely stunning. Beautiful day to be up here. Perspective. How often do we change our perspectives? Is it healthy too? Yeah. I was treated to a magnificent display that morning. I'm so lucky. I took the cable car down, back to my hotel for a rest. That evening I went out for another walk. It is a extremely beautiful Sunday evening here in Cape Town. I'm walking along the promenade, see on my left, Cape Town on my right and there are hundreds if not thousands of people walking along just delighting in the evening sunshine, families A lot of families, friends, just people out for a walk. People just sat on the grassy areas, people sat on the beach, people playing within the rock pools. All shapes and sizes, all ethnicities, all all walks of life uh, are out this evening. And I mentioned it before about thinking about, uh, as I was going up Table Mountain, what constitutes a walk, what constitutes a hike, what constitutes a climb. Well, again, let's turn to the Oxford English Dictionary and have a look. The Oxford English Dictionary definition of a walk is to move or go somewhere by putting one foot in front of the other on the ground but without running. Okay, so that's a walk. A hike, to go for a long walk in the country, especially for pleasure. Okay, a long walk in the country, especially for pleasure. And climb, to go up something toward the top. To climb a mountain, hill, tree, wall. So, I guess the walk and the hike... Oxford English Dictionary says in in the country Um, but you could say, well, it doesn't say countryside, it's in the country. I'm in the country of South Africa, I'm walking so therefore am I on a hike? It's a bit of a shady, blurry definition, isn't it? Um, We walk, yeah, when we hike but for me a hike has got more of a Trying to trying to use my words. This is where my dyslexia really holds me up sometimes. Um, hike is is very much more defined and definitive in a way. It really you really see. Yeah, I'm going on a hike. I'm going to hike. It's it's kind kind of aggressive in a way. Is it? Mm, I kind of could use that term, I think. Uh, And then the pilgrimage is just a very long walk, isn't it? Or does it have to be long? To me, a pilgrimage kind of has to include, I think we spoke about this before, like some sort of sacrifice. Um, Whether that is time, money, uh, giving up something... uh, Uh, some sort of sacrifice, that's what sacrifice is, giving up something, isn't it? Um, So yeah, so as I walk along the promenade here, I I'm going somewhere, I'm putting one foot in front of the other, Um, I'm not running, Um, I met a gentleman this morning who uh, went says that he goes up Table Mountain quite regularly, but he he runs up it, um, obviously for fitness, and he's extremely fit to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, all of the walks that I do, all of the hikes that I do are a walk. This morning, definitely, that was a climb. We were gonna get to the top of that mountain. But again, this has been an interesting trip for me so far because as I said I really was looking forward for a very long time to come to this country. And I think my expectations uh, were maybe a little bit too high. It's also been jaded by my past conversations with South Africans who have left the country and are living in America or England or when I work with them on the cruise ships they all had, they were all very very opinionated about their country and that has kind of jaded, has kind of sitting in the back of my mind with regards to how I am viewing the country now simple little things that uh, maybe on the face of things you don't really notice but if you look all of the service jobs all of the service industry jobs are all taken yeah. by a person, people of certain ethnicities you don't see many white people in those industries the south africans the white south africans that i have encountered here are, are very brash are very demanding um, That's a huge judgment for me to make. It's just my experience of what I have experienced uh, since being here. And I haven't been there that that long, and I'm having a very small little experience of that. But I bet if I went on a wine tour, you can probably guarantee most of the people that I would encounter on that would be, again, of a certain ethnicity and would be of a certain uh, class and upbringing. And it kind of... Obviously, the history that this country has regarding all of that, you know, and we as as a nation, Britain, have a big hand in that. Um, It's not going away, even though they might say it has. As I'm walking down here now, I'm coming up to a wonderful statue, art installation, I would more call it, called the Rhinosaur. And it's a rhinoceros, but the it's like spread over 40 feet. Uh, And there's little pieces of this rhinoceros uh, that are done in metal. It's very flat. And at one end, there's a sight of a gun. And if you look through the sight of the gun, the rhinoceros looks complete. It looks hole it looks it's right there but as you walk past it it's it's just pieces that are spread out totally and the description says the crosshairs when you engage with this sculpture by looking through the crosshairs of the sights consider this the last time that a rhino is seen alive is through the sights of the poacher's rifle The sculpture is spread over 41 meters to emphasize the iconic status of the rhino but when you look through the crosshairs the parts blend together and appear flat to remind us that once all rhinos have been poached this is all that we have left. Flat images. That's brilliant isn't it? It really is. So I'm going to turn around and I'm going to head back towards where I am staying uh, get a bite to eat on the way back, but delightful evening stroll. Oh, that's another word, stroll. Oh, got to put that one in now, i not I? What's a what's a stroll? Hmm, isn't that a leisurely walk? Is that is that what I've just done? There we go. We can have a walk. We can have a stroll, and a hike. All differing speeds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what about skipping? You know, I did ask uh, one of my friends the other day, when was the last time you skipped? Uh, and he said, oh, just the other day, actually. Uh, so that kind of put a put a dampener on that one, didn't it? So that we then skipped to the coffee shop. It was quite delightful. There's, this, there's some joy in skipping. When was the last time you skipped? for me it was a few days ago for my friend he does it quite regularly Um, and when I mean skipping I don't mean with the rope I mean skipping come on, get out there and skip have a skip, it's great what is a stroll? skipping an aggressive hike country, countryside I think I was a little delirious maybe a touch pedantic but that's just me. Simple observations can most times be the most truthful. Listen to your heart. The next morning plans had changed. Decided against going up Lionheads today, basically because it's just covered in cloud. So getting to the top would be uh, a physical achievement but you wouldn't see anything because it literally is in cloud as is table mountain this morning today and it doesn't look like that cloud is moving anywhere it literally is just sat on top of the mountains so as I'm walking down the coast here you can see several points where the mountains are jutting out into the sea and they are all just like got these clouds just sat on top of them i have travelled the world and i've never quite experienced a landscape like this i am walking down i'm in an area called maiden's cove at the moment i'm walking down towards the the sea and it's beautiful i'm walking on beautiful white sand, and I'm just surrounded by these giant rocks, huge rocks that are just on the coastline. There's little tufts of grass, uh, there's yellow yellow flowers, there's like these succulents um, growing out of the sand, Um, and then the water is just so clear, it's uh, very... Um, blues, greens, turquoises and I'm looking out towards Clifton Bay which stretches out in front of me now I'm going to walk back up and, and walk around into that We just took this little detour to come and stand right down here at the sea edge It's just absolutely breathtaking. If you ever do get a chance to come to South Africa, then please do. It's a really interesting landscape, which then obviously has influenced the people that live here. It's just, it's just beautiful. I'm walking back north now along the Victoria Road coming up into Clifton and as you look up to Clifton it's it's stunning it's beautiful there's just uh, all these houses going up it which is basically the the mountain that goes up to Lionhead but as you look up it sort of uh, goes up and then plateaus out and as you're walking up you can see a house up there which has very flat roofs they all have mainly flat roofs but this one is very spread out a lot of flat roofs there are uh, men stood on top i presume they're men stood on top of the roof Uh the reason why i am looking at that point out that is the president's home cyril ramaphosa and it's all like you can see all the way around it all the grass is cut and you can see quite a large fence going around that f- home up there uh yeah As far as I'm aware, Cyril has been in, he's in his second term now uh, of office. So yeah, he has a home up there and there it is. Well, it was turning out to have been worth the wait. Never give up on your goals, your dreams. They are all achievable. I firmly believe in that. Again, the walk today began to work its wonder on me and my mind kicked in. What are your thoughts on when you go for a walk, stroll, hike, climb, wander? Do you stick in your headphones and listen to music, a podcast, an audiobook? Or do you like to do it as I do and keep my ears naked and listen to you yourself because sometimes, well I know from personal experience, I make a lot of noise, especially like yesterday, when you're walking up a hill and you're like completely out of breath. Uh, the environment around you, what is that? I remember doing the Camino and coming to the end, and there were countless people walking along with either portable speakers or uh, encountered a couple of people who had very big boom boxes. Uh, and just blasting music out you're in the middle of the countryside and they're walking along uh, in what i would call infecting the environment around them with their personal choices uh, well, what do you prefer and for me going for a walk going for a stroll going for a hike is really all about being present it's all about yeah, I reflect, I go into my head, but I'm also always constantly aware of where my feet are going, what is around me, potential dangers, potential uh, amazing things that I might miss out on, and yeah, I, I know you visually can keep aware of that, but you know, to me there's a lot of uh, moments where I've heard something and I'm like, oh, what's that? and uh, then it will appear or it won't appear. I yeah, just wondered what your thoughts were on that. It's a, It's a very, very, very interesting part of the world. As I've said before, one that I have waited decades to be able to come to. I really hope that this isn't my last time of being here. Again, I am extremely lucky to be able to to travel as I have done, as I'm continuing to do so. I'm, ver- I'm very, very blessed. I barely scratched the surface of what Cape Town and South Africa has to offer. The time was limited, but I endeavoured to make the most of it. As I continue to travel, I am in awe at nature, its adaptability, its strength and beauty. Never underestimate its power. Also the power and resilience of man. As Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. As I walk in different places, I grow and am lifted higher. I wish that for you too. Thank you for listening. Please follow, like, comment and share this podcast. The Story Pilgrim was written and produced by Darren Hill. Original music by the amazing Anya Baker. Until next time, keep listening and Buen Camino.